I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome back, Vicki, to another episode of Scam Squad. I know you have a guest with us today. I do. Susan is with us today, and Susan contacted me on my fraud hotline because she got a call which turned out to be a scam, and she was willing to come on the show and tell us what happened as a warning to others to be wary of this kind of a scam. So welcome, Susan. I'm so glad you're with us today, and I understand that this started off with a phone call supposedly from Amazon. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. So tell us what happened. How did they start out with you? Well, they started out with Amazon owes you $149 and we want to return it to you. And they went on with oh, a lot of this and that. And then they said, but we have to put it into your bank account directly. So Mm -hmm. please tell us the name of your bank. Well, I was not real wise, and I did tell them the name of my bank. Okay. So then that opened it up for them to ask me, oh, well, give us my uh, username and my login number, and then they could put this $149 in my account. Well, by then... I got smart enough to realize that this was not something I wanted to do. Thank goodness. I hung up on them. In the meantime, they'd had me turn on my computer so they could see all the information I was giving them. Okay, well, I hung up on them, called back and said, why did you hang up on us? And I said, because I have now decided this was not a legitimate phone call, so I'm going to hang up again and don't call me back. Was that the end of it? After the, no. after you hung up? No. <laughs> well, then, <laughs> then they got on my computer because oh. they had seen how to do it. Tried to get me back again. Oh, we had this bad connection. Please give us the information so we can give you the money. And so I erased that. And then nothing happened until this morning. Well, my computer came up and said, this is your bank. Gave me the name of the bank and a legitimate looking letterhead and saying, oh, we have to update your information. Please give us your username and your login number. So that update your information. So I just got rid of that. You know what's amazing about this one is they just never gave up. They started off with the Amazon scam, we owe you money. And Uh by the way, why did they say that Amazon owed you money? What reason did they give for Amazon owing you the $149? They said that I had signed up for uh, Prime and then canceled Prime. And how they knew that, I don't know. But they said, because you signed up for Prime, they put this charge in that now that you've canceled Prime, we owe you 149 or 59 We owe you this money. They somehow knew that you had signed up for Prime. And of course, when you canceled, this makes it all the more real that, okay, well, yeah, maybe they do owe me money because I did cancel the Prime. And 
It really seems real when you're describing it like that. It seems like this is actually something that could have happened. But when did you start to get suspicious? They asked me the name of my bank, and I was suspicious mm-hmm. of that and foolishly gave them the name of my bank. But then when they asked me to sign in to my account at the bank, I knew that just could not be right. Now, before they asked you to sign into the bank, did they have you turn on your computer? At what point in this whole transaction did they have you turn on your computer? Oh, quite early on, they had me Mm -hmm. turn on my computer, and they Mm -hmm. told me I had to get something that would allow them to use my computer, but I did that. So then they they had access to my computer. They asked you to do something that gave them access to your computer. Yes. Do you remember what that was? What did they have you do? I don't remember the name. It was something like uh, Soda Pick or Salon Pick or I don't know, Mm -hmm. something. And then the computer said, do you want to allow this app to change your computer? And I Mm -hmm. debated a long time and foolishly marked yes. Okay. They have real access to my computer, and I could see them moving things around on my computer, boxes and things, so I know they had access to my computer. Have you done anything to sort of safeguard the information on your computer? Well, I have uh, malware and uh, bit something or other that uh, is supposed to check for scams and viruses. Okay. Did you have that prior to them getting yes, access to yes, your computer? Okay. But they so have the, it anyway. <laughs> they have it anyway. You know, if I were you, I think I might take your computer into one of the big box stores that has the computer tech people. Tell them what happened and ask them to check out your computer to make sure that these folks are not still in there doing things. Do you have sensitive information on your computer? Do you have your bank account information, credit card information, anything like that? All of it. Yeah, I have a grandson who cleans computers and does things for a lot of people. And when I have problems, I call him because he does have access to use my computer. And I could ask him to please check it for me. Yeah, that's a great idea, especially that app that allowed them to get on your computer. Because if they still have access, I know there's different apps like Splashtop and things. And they have a legitimate purpose. You might really, like your grandson might be able yeah. to work on it long distance, but for someone like that, you don't want them to continue to have access. You want, probably want to make sure that's removed. Your grandson will know. I, I'll yeah. call. Yeah, he's distant, but um, he has access to my computer. I'll phone him, ask him to check to see whether or not that app is in there that still allows them access to my computer. Okay. I did change my uh, PIN number with my bank. Okay, good. So it isn't the same. I kept my um, username the same, but I changed the number to get all that long bunch of odd things that you put in. The thing that's interesting to me is that once the Amazon scam stopped working, then they sent you a phishing email because they had the name of your bank. So they could use your bank logo and Uh make it look like it was coming from your bank, asking to update information, and all you needed to do was probably click on a link and give them the information. And had you... Yeah, and had you done that, then they would have had complete access to all that bank account 
information that was on your computer. So thank goodness you realized that that was a phishing scam. But boy, these people pivoted really quickly. Then they called you back again. Is that right? Well, they had the first call. Then they got access to my computer. They called Mm -hmm. me twice after that. And then this morning, here comes this thing with supposedly my bank logo. Okay. (laughs) I knew better than to open that. Wow. Well, thank goodness. But I didn't realize that they had gotten access to your computer initially. Uh So I think it's really important that you call your grandson. And and you're so lucky that you have him in the family that he Mm. could do this work for you. But you've changed your PIN number for your bank, so nobody can get into your account. And you might want to be very careful about double-checking your bank account, making sure there's no unauthorized withdrawals from that account. Yeah, I check it every day just to be sure. Oh, good, good. And how about credit cards? Are they on your computer also? Well, I don't think they are. Okay. Other than my bank account shows whatever I have done on the credit card. Right. And, you know, you might ask your grandson if you should change your password. You may want to change your password on that account. I did. You did. Okay, good. You're ahead of us. That's great. You're, You're ahead of the game. Well, once I realized that they were trying things, I did make several changes. Good, good. Well, this is a scam that has been ongoing for a while. I know other people that have been taken in by this scam because they start off with what sounds like a legitimate purpose, which is to give you back some money that you are owed from Amazon for one reason or another. So Mm -hmm. it starts off feeling very legitimate, and it's only until you're further down the line that you realize, "Uh uh-oh, this is definitely a scam. And I would just like to say the big red flag is when somebody asks you to turn over access of your computer to them. No legitimate organization will ever ask you to do that. So that is a huge red flag. And Susan, you've realized that now. So that's why it's so great you're sharing your story with others because we can underline that and emphasize it. Never give access to your computer to anybody who's asking for it. Yes, only my grandson. Only your grandson, grandson. yeah. (laughs) I I should amend that to say unless you've called somebody who is going to help you and you need to give them access, that would be the exception. But if somebody contacts you and wants you to turn over access to your computer to them, no, that's a big no-no. So, Patty, do you have any other questions for Susan? No, but Susan, I mean, I think you handled this really well. And, you know, please don't feel badly that you got sucked in initially. I think most people would have. And good for you that, one, you have a grandson who can now make sure that everything's safe and that you did a number of things to secure your computer. So good job. Yes, and thank goodness you didn't didn't lose any money. That's huge. No, I didn't lose any money. Yeah, Uh, you shut it off in time. Two others that of my neighbors had similar things, and I warned them. I've been telling everybody I know, Amazon's not going to give you $150, so don't do this. And two others have had the same thing, but they hung up right away because I warned them. Good. Well, good for you. So this really is a scam that's going around right now in our community. Yes. And um, I, Susan, I want to thank you so much 
for coming on our show today and telling us what happened. We're thrilled that you didn't lose any money, and we're, we're really glad of this opportunity to tell our listeners about this particular scam and what the big red flag is, which is turning over your computer to them. And, of course, starting with Amazon is not going to give you money back, which is exactly what you said. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> hang well, up, I, hang up, came up. I thank you for letting me air my problems, and I will get in touch with my grandson having checked my computer from his. Perfect. Thank you yeah, so much, Susan. Yeah. We really thank appreciate you, hearing from you. Thanks. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you have any good news for us today, Vicki, besides for that person who was so kindly came on the air, did not lose any money? Any other good news? Yes, and this is also local, and I got this from the Sheriff's Department. They advised me that there was a victim who had received a phone call from somebody claiming to be from the Sheriff's Department telling this person that she'd missed a court date and would be arrested if she didn't pay a fee. And they sent her down to Ralph's to get a money card. And they wanted her to put $5,000 on a Ralph's money card. Now, fortunately, when she asked to do this, one of the Ralph's employees realized that this victim was being scammed. And this person called the Santa Barbara Sheriff's Office. So they immediately let her know that, no, this was a scam. She absolutely should not pay the money, that the sheriff's department had not contacted her. She had not missed a court date. She was not going to be arrested. So thankfully, the victim did not put out any money thanks to that Ralph's employee. So there you go. There's some good news. very good news, yes. And that is a scary one when you get a call and you legitimately believe that somebody is going to come out and arrest you. So it's a pretty cruel scam, and I'm so glad that somebody tipped our potential victim off so that they did not victimize any further or lose their money. And I have to tell our listeners, most stores that sell gift cards now or that have gift cards available... Those employees have been trained to spot a scam. So if you are in doubt, if somebody has asked you to put money on a gift card and if you go up to an employee and they start to question you, don't be insulted because they are simply trying to protect you. They have been trained to spot scams. So take what they're telling you very, very seriously, and you will probably save yourself from being scammed. Thank you for the great warning, Vicki. Really appreciate it and appreciate our guest. And would you give our listeners your fraud hotline so in case they are afraid they're being scammed or someone they care about, they can get a hold of you? Yes. So my number is area code 805 568 2442, and I'll repeat that, 805-568-2442, and I look forward to your calls. Thank you, and Vicki and I think those of you who do come on and share your story, whether you actually lost money or not, we think you're heroes, and we really appreciate you. Absolutely. Thanks, Patty. Uh, yes, you too, Vicki. Okay, Bye. bye-bye. 